Hi, this is Ruby from Vice. You're listening to the Any Moment Now podcast, created in partnership with NAB. Any Moment Now is about helping you navigate life's biggest moments, whatever order or combination they happen. In this episode, we look at solo parenting. There's enough out there about parenting to know that it's tough. Rewarding, but tough. For many young parents, one of the hardest parts is going solo. When I met the person I'm now married to, he was a solo parent to a six-year-old, Henry. For years, it had just been Henry and him. So I got to understand the unique highs and lows of raising a child on your own. Single parent families are now the fastest growing family type across Australia. In the 2016 census, the number of Australian single-parent families had increased by well over 50,000 since 2011. Whether it's a choice you've made or a situation that you've been thrown into, raising a kid by yourself is super common and, according to many studies, is every bit as beneficial for the child. So in this episode, I'm looking at parenting solo, chatting to two parents about how they balance money, kids, work and life. Also, Henry's now 11 and he's a great kid. We now have another son, Teddy, and he's three. So two months ago, uh, my son uh, said to me, oh, dad, my teeth hurts. Like my teeth, I'm like, really? Like you're, you know, seven years old. So anyways, I took him to the dentist. We had an x-ray done, this and that. And uh, she comes up to me, she's like, yeah, he's got to get five fillings and uh, he's got to get one tooth taken out. That's Mace, a solo dad of two boys aged seven and nine. Oh, no. And I'm like, are you serious? I'm like, he brushes his teeth every night. He's like, well, they apparently miss, like in that age group, they miss a lot. Like they don't brush properly and this and that. And I, to be honest with you, it's partly my fault because I never really, really paid too much attention. And I would just saw him brushing his teeth. Yeah. And I said, yeah, it's, um, it's fine. But anyways, um, went to the dentist and she's like, yeah, it's going to be about four and a half thousand dollars. So I'm like, oh, okay. Um, so yeah, so I just had to pay for it. So that's an unexpected cost. There's like two and a half thousand dollars. Yeah, wow. Out of pocket. Yep, kids are expensive. This is Zoe, a solo mum with a young son. Well, also kids are expensive because you have to pay for like my son does football. So you know, there's the football, the football lessons, um, and you know the uniforms and things like that that I have to pay for. He gets piano lessons as well and swimming lessons. So they add up per term. And birthdays are expensive as well because my son wants, you know, what everyone else has got, but I'm not necessarily going to go out and buy him an Xbox. Yes. So um, they also add up as well. So how can solo parents navigate the costs of raising a kid on a single income? So I guess I have a bank account for my son where I just put money into it every fortnight when I get paid and I make sure that I have enough for the school fees, the excursions, the school camps, the birthday parties throughout the year. Um, The school has quite a lot of fundraisers, um, just anything that's related to my son. I make sure that I have that in my account for him so that I'm not having to come up with hundreds of dollars at one time. My income is not a fixed income. Um, So some weeks I might make X amount and then some weeks I might make, you know, X amount again. So I, I I pay all the all the important bills first, and then 
then no shopping and then clothes and whatnot necessities for kids and then um whatever i have just goes into my savings um for you know holidays and this and that all the fun stuff all the fun stuff absolutely which is like is the best yeah that's all you're working for isn't it how do you prioritize what's important when it comes to money so a roof over my head is probably the most important aspect so my house mortgage and then bills and then obviously living expenses cars and i just have to make sure that my family my me and my kids and i we're warm in a house and we got plenty of food to eat and that is generally they'll be just happy um so mortgage bills repayments you know credit cards this and that what about work how do you balance working to pay the bills and being there to look after the kids it's tough because when you're a single parent you have to also work out whether you can actually make a living and work and then finding a workplace that works around your child and and your hours and all of those kind of things. So for me, from zero to three, my son was with me a lot of the time. And then when he was four, he went to kinder. So kinder was also a good time to get a little bit of a break. But then when he's in kinder, you can't work full time because it's only two days a week, five hour days. So you just, you have to go, you can't work. The high cost of childcare can make working super difficult, often leaving no choice but to stay at home with the children while they're young. Zoe studied while her son was still little, with a view to working later on. So uh, what about now? Are you working full-time? Are you still in part-time work? What, what do you do for work? And yeah. um, So I work for a housing service. Um, so we work with people on the risk of homelessness or who are homeless. Um, and I work part-time. So I have one day off a week. And it's great just to recharge the batteries. And I can pick my son up from school and drop him off at school. And it's really good just having that little bit of downtime as well. For Mace, building his own business has made things easier. Yeah, it helps a lot. Uh, sometimes, you know, when the kids are sick or something from school, you can just pack up pack up your tools and just go and pick them up. Uh, or if, like, you will need to spend some extra time with them, close shop for a day or two and go camping or do whatever you want. So that's working. But what about dating? I've got a girlfriend now. Um, we've been together for about six months and she's lovely. But, yeah, I mean, as a single parent, dating, I find that it's pretty easy, to be honest with you. Um, when I've, um, like after a couple of years, I was, um, been back into the dating scene. Mm. Um, I went pretty crazy. It's going on <laughs> like dates pretty much like three nights a week, four nights a week. Um, just pretty fun. And then you just get over it pretty much. And then you just want to really find someone, um, had a, had a couple of semi-serious relationships. Um, uh, but, the I've only pretty much, um, in this four years that I've been single, I've only introduced two girls to my kids like mm. I try I definitely don't like introduce everyone to my kids because I think that's that's a that's an important thing for me I don't want them to think you know badly um that you can just like bring home girls and not see them again kind of thing like that uh but my current girlfriend um she's she's amazing with them um she loves them and the kids love her as well but yeah I mean I've told um, most of the girls that I've dated that um I had kids and stuff and no one's had a problem with that. 
Well, I'm straight up honest. Like I will say, you know, I do have a son, but, you know, it's. I guess it's more about when are they going to meet him and when's that appropriate time. So my current partner didn't meet my son until we'd been dating for about nine months. You're listening to the Any Moment Now podcast, created in partnership with NAB. Remember to check out more Any Moment Now content on Vice to help you navigate whatever major life milestone you're about to hit. if it comes with its challenges, according to Better Health Victoria, solo parenting is just as beneficial for a child than having two parents who are together. These children are exposed to finding more fluid gender roles and are often mature and reliable. Both Zoe and Mace are fostering this by teaching their children how to manage their own money. Well, we have a chore system at home, so, and like star system that I've like uh, implemented. Um, how does that work? So um, if you do a certain chore, you get a star. And then if you reach a certain amount of stars every every week, then you get your $10 pocket money oh, every week. Oh, nice. Um, which is working all right. There's been a few times where they haven't done it and they've been pretty upset about it. Um, but I'm just like, mate, you don't do those chores. There's no money, you know. You don't um, show up to work, you won't get paid. Absolutely, absolutely. So um, so they've learned pretty, pretty quickly um, to to do that. And you do this for both your nine-year-old yeah. and your seven-year-old? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. So the nine-year-old um, has a little bit more responsibilities and this and that. So he's in charge of, like, I cook dinner and everything. So he's like, does all the washing up. And my youngest puts away all the stuff, like sauces and, you know, cleans the table and whatnot. Um, yeah, it's, it's going pretty well. And uh, lately I've been getting him to do a bit of gardening because I hate doing gardening. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, they're going, it's going really, really good at the moment and yeah, they're loving their pocket money and I've been trying to tell them if you want something big, you know, don't spend your money and save it for a few months and you know, you can get something bigger than $10. As for Zoe's son. He's pretty good with his money and sometimes when we go shopping at the shops, I'll give him his $50 and then he can decide if he wants to spend it or not. It sort of saves him nagging at me to want something that I don't necessarily want to buy. But if he's in charge of his own money, then he might just go, actually, I might just save it for another day. My youngest is saving for Legos. Oh, <laughs> why not? <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know, Legos, they're like $200, $150, $200, like... It's expensive. Mm. I remember Legos back in my day was like five bucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, and my oldest, um, he is saving for like a new laptop because he's into um, um, he's into his computers and gaming. Um, gaming, but he wants to start up his own uh, YouTube channel, like um, playing games. So um, cool. Yeah. So, um, oh, he's actually just. Um, um, enrolled in a it's like a programming course at uh, Deakin so and he's paying for that himself what yeah. at nine years old yeah yeah because he just loves that stuff so much um he's made some amazing levels like I'm a bit of a gamer as well and um like he's made his own levels where you can just walk through and buttons everywhere and this and that he's, he's a bit advanced like quite a bit advanced for his um um, for his age, um, he has a mild case of autism, um, like borderline 
but he can't really notice it, to be honest with you. But just in certain things that he does, yeah, it's just really advanced. It just like freaks me out as well. <laughs> I'm like, whoa. Um, but yeah, he's um, he's doing that, and yeah, he's uh, it's ten dollars a ten dollars a session. Wow. Um, so he's he said he said to me he's gonna use his pocket money to do that. Uh, but I've I've told him that no, that's fine. Like I'll pay for that, and um, he can have his pocket money. Oh my gosh, that is amazing. But when- I said when he designed an awesome game. <laughs> I want to share with that. <laughs> the royalties, you'll <laughs> have the royalties. <laughs> absolutely. That's the end of the episode. But one more thing. It's great to surround yourself with a support network if you are a solo parent. But if you don't have one, there are support lines such as the Family Relationship Advice Line on 1-800-050-321. moment now is created in partnership with nab life's unpredictable but your finances don't have to be nab is there to help you during every moment search nab life moments to learn more